Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames. The main group of Flames had an excellent outing at the Saddle Dome Sunday night against the Vancouver Canucks. Let's talk about the main takeaways from the game and what can the Flames keep working towards. Your Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to or welcome back to Locked on Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. Thank you so much for joining me in yet another episode as we move closer and closer to the Calgary Flames regular season. I cannot believe that it is already September 26th. Uh, It feels like just yesterday we were panicking about we hadn't even had the summer of Brad yet. The summer of Brad was just beginning, but let's jump into today's episode, but let's make sure that you are subscribed to Locked on Flames first. You can subscribe to us on any podcast platform as well as YouTube, so let's um, keep in touch on there, you know? Welcome home to the Dome! Mackenzie Weger and Jonathan Huberto made their, uh, I guess, home debut do you count the preseason as a debut in Flames Threads as uh, in front of the home crowd? And it was very, very loud and proud. Uh, you know, there was only one time, one other time last night that the Flames crowd was louder. And we'll talk about that in just a second. But they rolled out the first line of Huberto, Lindholm, and Toffoli. You know, I like that line. I think it is, uh, it's going to be a special one. You know, I think we're always going to be comparing that top line to the 2021-22 Calgary Flames top line for obvious reasons. But we do have to move on and we can't stay stuck in it. It's like an unhealthy relationship after, or a breakup after an unhealthy relationship. You just got to move on. But Jonathan Huberto scored his first as a flame in the first goal of the night last night, and the Dome went wild. They were loud and proud, and it was great to see, great to hear, and of course, amazing for Huberto as well. And it was uh, Cody Eakin, who was on the PTO, that... uh, Scored next, and Blake Coleman found the back of the net, as well as Brett Sutter. Yes, Brett Sutter scored uh, the last goal of the evening on a power play. So that's uh, good for him. Great to see. And I love, love, love to see Blake Coleman finding that offense again. I think we're going to talk more about that later in the episode, but it's... It's nice to see. It's very nice to see uh, something that was lacking last season and in the playoffs. So we will will be very, very pleased to take more of those goals for Mr. Coleman. And, of course, you know, when a guy comes in on a PTO, it's always nice to see them, uh, you know, do something worth it, find something, you know, 
do something that uh, kind of puts them on the map a little bit so it doesn't feel like wasted time for the club or for the player. That's always kind of a, a worry. But, uh, yeah, no. So Cody Eakin scored second goal of the night last night, and it was it's just nice to see, you know, nice and secondary scoring there. And Dan Vladar stopped 19 shots. Great to see as well. You can't ask for much more when it comes to uh, Dan Vladar, and it's great. Actually, you can ask for a little bit. But again, it's the preseason. What are you going to (laughs) do? I think um, it's smart to not have Markstrom starting. (laughs) Uh, You know, we talk about rest a lot, and we talk about how important it is for Markstrom do have a to you know a realistic workload and duh obviously Ladar was gonna start this game but you know you never know with Sutter and that's kind of uh the go of things and obviously uh Brett Sutter skating with the main group is kind of funny considering he's signed to uh I believe it's a one-way deal with the Ontario no, he just left the Ontario ring with with the Calgary Wranglers. Sorry about that. But, yeah, you know, we'll just have to wait and see and see what happens there. Nepotism is uh, girl's worst enemy. But we'll, uh, we'll talk about some more good things here. Coming up next on Locked on Flames, we're going to talk about uh, definitely what I liked. What I liked and some positives and just more good news coming out of Calgary. But before we do that, I want to take a quick break and talk about our next partner, AG1. And they have a product that I use every day. And I started taking AG1 because it was introduced to me through this network, but also because I wanted to take care of myself. Um, You know, being a chronically ill 20-something-year-old is not fun. So if I can optimize my immune system and strengthen it in any way possible, I will do it. And AG1 helps with that. Uh, It's lifestyle friendly, whether you are uh, gluten free, dairy free, vegan, paleo, or doing keto. I think that it's uh, very great that the owner is someone who wanted to start a fitness journey. And, you know, it was, I don't want to say great, but he was someone who was experiencing an unhealthy gut like so many of us, and has created an affordable option for us out there. And you are investing in all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thank you so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames. Uh, Make sure that you're subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts. It is uh, greatly appreciated when you subscribe and leave a nice little review and a five-star rating. I like reviews, but you know what else I like? 
the Flames playing good hockey. Last night at the Sandal Dome, they were able to uh, generate 31 shots. And, um, you know, you do need to shoot the puck to win. You need to find the back of the net in order to win. And I think that they demonstrated that uh, after four goals and they shut out the Canucks. Again, it's regular season hockey. Nothing to take too seriously, but it is uh, kind of a nice way to see how this team is building chemistry and they were able to really show that you know (laughs) they're still a talented bunch after uh generating five high danger scoring chances it's very great very great to see and um you know they were able to limit the canucks shots too don't forget dan vladar made 19 stops and it's nice to see the offense, or sorry, the defense, uh, you know, breaking up play in their zone and being able to, you know, force a turnover or uh, simply blocking shots and whatnot. It's just very, very nice to see (laughs) the basic fundamentals of hockey are still with them. But, you know, it's important to just stick to the fundamentals during the preseason. You don't need to be doing anything crazy. I think it's just a time to kind of get situated with your potential line mates and you're, you know, finding your game again, especially after a few months off. It's none of this should be taken too seriously. And that's basically what I'm just trying to say. None of this is so important that like the world will come crumbling down tomorrow it's preseason hockey it's okay but you know i think with the flames ability to limit the shots it speaks to the ability of the team to control possession and their defensive skills i think last night the flames played a really great game it is an excellent way to kick off the season for them and Brett Sutter was out there killing penalties, which is, you know, something you don't see too often now in the NHL. Um, You know, he's um, pretty much an AHL guy. He was captain of the Ontario Reign, I believe, and then requested a trade to um, Calgary. Or he wanted to just go home in free agency. I thought he was traded, but he might not have been. And he wanted to go home and be closer to his family. And I think that's, that's really nice. I think it's sweet, but I don't know if there's a spot for Brett Sutter on this roster the same way. I didn't know if there was a spot for Brett Ritchie, but like I mentioned, he's a Sutter and nepotism is a thing. And I think that, um, you know, Daryl Sutter is someone who, obviously values family, but he also values his, uh, his hockey and his players. He's able to coach very, very much. And um, I would have to say that if it, you know, at the end of the day, it is a business decision and no one should be, I don't think anyone will be bent out of shape if, you know, Sutter doesn't make the, the NHL roster, but I am very impressed with what we saw from both groups last night. I think that it is something to 
you know, build upon. It is something not to overreact to because they won, because both groups won their game. I don't think any of it is that um, that deep or significant. I love that, you know, Blake Coleman is finding his scoring again. I think that he is going to find that 20 goal, 20 plus goal scoring um, stride again. I really do think that he needed a year to get acclimated in Calgary, which is fine. You know, I don't, I don't think that that's anything to like knock him for. Um, And plus like, he was playing with new line mates. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not trying to make excuses for him, but, you know, I think he will have a better season than last year. And that that's a very good sign. That's always a very good sign. So, you know, players like him are going to make more steps in the right direction. Uh, Andrew Mangiapane was back uh, skating with the main – or skated with the main group today. He's been out. But, um, you know – I want to see him make positive strides. I want to see Dylan Dubé, like, maybe score 15 goals this year, 15 to 20. I want to see him really flourish. I want him to just take those steps into being the kind of player that I think he knows that he can be. Um, I know that um, a lot of players aren't really speaking up about the 2018 World Juniors Team Canada, but I would, I really wish that Dubé would. Um, I think that that's just important to kind of say, like, even if your statement is, you know, I can't say much, but, you know, I'm cooperating with law enforcement and it's, you know, a really unfortunate thing. Something like that. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. But, that's a whole nother can of worms that I don't think I can dive into today. Just, it's a very heavy situation. But again, there are players who are going to take strides in the right direction. And I hope Dan Vladar is one of them too. I hope that he can get back in Sutter's good graces and really, you know, just nail it home, send it home until Sutter that he can start you in more games and he doesn't need to uh, wear Jacob Markstrom out, especially if you're making the playoffs. And, you know, coming up next, we are going to talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, my expectations for this team, why I think we just all need to take a deep breath before the season even starts. And we'll be right back. Thank you all for tuning into Locked on Flames. Please sub- subscribe. No, nope. follow me on YouTube. No, on Twitter. <laughs> there we go. At Jess Belmosto. And you can subscribe to the show on YouTube if you'd like at Locked on Flames. One thing that I realized as a hockey fan, you think your team's going to win the Stanley Cup every year. You go into this. They, they make a few moves in the summer and you're like, this is it. They're finally true contenders. They did it. No. And you know what? Let's take a deep breath and remember that we are still in the preseason, but we need to manage our expectations. 
you are not going to get an out of the top, out of, out of the box, over the top reaction out of me if this team lo- what if and when this team loses a preseason game or when that first loss of the regular season comes. It is an 82 game season. You cannot win them all and you just you just have to to breathe. It's going to be okay. Also, it looks like it's about to thunder outside, so I uh, deeply apologize if you hear any thunder in my in the background. Um, I I do think that this team is headed for another great season. I think that things look really great. I'm very much looking forward to um, Battle of Alberta regular season meetups. I'm looking forward to opening night, uh, the, the home opener, I should say. The Avs come to town, and that's, you know, the reigning Stanley Cup champions and Naz's former team, so I'm sure that's going to be cool. And there's just so many great things to look forward to, and it doesn't have to be this season where oh, we're so mad at John and Matthew for, like, not wanting to stay in Calgary. Again, it's a business decision. It's okay. Like, no love loss. I think this team is a good team. Would I still like to have one of the best uh, playmakers in in the team, in the league on our team? Yeah, of course. Um, But you know what? He goes point for point with Jonathan Huberdeau. So we'll just have to figure it out. And I want, I, I just, I, I look forward to the season that the defensive group is going to have as well. I think that that group is going to be something special. Like last year was really the forwards putting on a show and giving us a treat. But this defensive group, I, they did a really great job last year. And I am interested in, in seeing what they do this year. I think once they get Shillington back, uh, if he comes back, he is overseas right now, back home dealing with um, a family emergency. So we don't know when he's coming back, and he's already going to be behind the eight ball because he's not going to training camp. Uh, Chris Tanev, when when he returns from injury, that will be a huge help. And I'm also just really interested to see who takes over, like, the heartbeat of the team role. I think that it is more than likely going to be one of the three guys that they acquired over the off season. I think that Naz is going to come in and just be, you know, a force to be reckoned with. I think it'll be interesting there. I think he, I don't know. I think it'll be interesting when the flames play the blues because, you know, I think Naz and Bennington have, some things that they need to sort out. And I think it's going to be interesting when we uh, get our first Battle of Alberta matchup because Naz also has some business to sort out there. So, like I said, it's going to be a good season. We just have to breathe, manage those expectations, and have fun. Life is too short to take this game too seriously, but I'm here for you to help help ease the pain along the way. Thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Flames. I'm hitting you with two episodes per day. Uh, 
for this entire week. So I'm very much looking forward to chatting with you. And I hope you have an amazing day. I hope your Monday has been amazing. Make sure that you are subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, make sure you're subscribed on YouTube because we can have fun and have conversations in the YouTube comments. And you can answer question of the day. And until next time, remember to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto, and I will see you tomorrow as we recap camp and preview the game against the Kraken.